Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Hawkins here, and today I'm going to be your host. And we got a good subject today. We had a great host lined up, but uh, you got me now. So that's just how it is. We're going to be talking about skills. Oh, what is going on? Sorry about that. Looks like I had some uh, feedback there. Never happened before. All right. Uh, anywho, we're going to be talking about skills. Like I said, the skills you need and the skills that don't matter. Uh, yeah. And I'm assuming everyone's pretty much on page with going the homestead route with these skills. Uh, yep. I guess a lot of the skills kind of go outside the homesteading kind of realm. But for the most part, you know, these are things that we think are most important skills for the homestead. So today I have with me, uh, we got Nate from uh, Two Chicks Homestead, right? How's it going yep. today? That's me. Going and we got good. Buddy from Buddy.net. Yep. All right, guys. This is the bearded episode. Oh, yeah, somebody's right? muted. <laughs> Hope that's not me. You there, who's buddy? Got, who's got yeah. the better beard? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can hear you. There might just be some lag. Okay. Yep. All right. Is there some feedback there? Yeah, a little bit. I hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're like right. probably a good 15 seconds. Give me a second. Let me see if I can uh, do something with that. <laughs> uh, buddy, you want to go ahead and uh, just tell us what, what you did and Nate too, what you did this week to... Uh, Expand your freedom while I get this lag taken care of. Yeah, so I bought a trailer finally. So I've been I've been wanting to been wanting a trailer for a long time, but I'm on two acres, and uh, it's like you don't have room for all the different trailers you'd want to get. And so I I've been wanting a trailer, but I've wanted a very specific trailer, and no one makes the trailer that I've been wanting. And so I was like, well, I'll just build one. And well, situations have changed. Um, metal prices have gone through the roof. Um, and so, but I finally found one for a crazy good deal on Facebook marketplace and within a couple of hours bought it, uh, cause it was just such a good deal. And so now I finally have a trailer. I don't have to go borrow from other people. I can actually load up and go buy something or go haul something when I want to. <laughs> So I have freedom to do what I want because <laughs> I was very restricted based on needing to use other people's trailers. So super excited about that, that, that I, yeah, I just have some freedom there. So that's me. And pretty much we got the, uh, we're starting to get the garden ready. We'll uh, plant this weekend. We got a pretty decent storm rolling through tomorrow, Thursday and Friday, but Saturday we'll, uh, all hands on deck and get the garden ready to ready, ready to roll. Uh, last weekend we just did a couple things here and there. We got our our direct sow seeds in, and then uh, that's pretty much about it. I think this week, not a whole lot. Awesome, awesome. I got that figured out. What that was. Um, so if anybody's ever going to do one of these live streams or something like that, don't have another tab open where it starts playing your show in the background. It's not a good idea, apparently. I was like, this has never happened to me before. So, uh, all right. Well, this last week, one of the things that we did slash I did, I think, to kind of prepare for the future is uh, we got into quail. So I went to a local uh, chicken swap meetup and I've never wanted to go before because, you know, they were like, oh, we got to break down your name and your phone number. You bought a chicken. And I was like, that's just lame. It's a chicken. Leave me alone. So. <laughs> I went anyways because uh, I wanted some quail. We got the quail, got them brought home. Uh, my wife fell in love with them, and now she's got some kind of quail sanctuary thing, and I can't keep them in a cage by themselves, locked up. And then we got uh, so we got four egg layers, one rooster, and then I went back and met with somebody in the, out of the TSP community to try to you know keep things local, deal with you know people that with like minds, and I got thirty one quail from him. And these are little bitty babies. They're little bitty guys. So I'm going to try my hand at that. And hopefully uh, I don't kill them. <laughs> and they all, they, well, not until they're old enough to kill, I guess, right? But yeah, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. The kids seem like they're pretty happy with it. And 
it's another meat source, another egg source, you know, and isn't going to take up much space. I, I just, I'm throwing the quail stuff, you know, the, the, built a couple cages and throwing them in the chicken coop. So I thought that was pretty cool. All right. Well, <laughs> there's that for everybody. And let's move on to our first question. If everybody, everybody's ready. All right, everybody, I'm getting nods, nods heads from everybody. Because this is going to be a controversial subject I got a feeling. What skills are the most important as a homesteader? All right, who wants to try to talk? So let's, let's give a top three, like your top one, two, and three. Because I got a feeling uh, we may not all be the same on that. Buddy, you want to go first? Or Nate? Yep. Go ahead, buddy. Okay, yeah, uh, I think one is the ability, you need the skill of learning. You need to be able to learn. You need to know how to learn because uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to learn, and sometimes you have to learn on the fly uh, and take criticism and feedback. You know, so being able to learn, I think, is a very important one. Um, the next, I think, is uh, basic building skills. Um, you don't need to know how to build an entire house. Uh, but you need you need some basic building skills uh, because stuff is going to break and you're going to have to fix it. Uh, and then for a third, man, I don't know. Like that, that's kind of a tough one. Um, I don't know. I feel like the first two kind of kind of cover can cover most things. Um, if, if you can if you can accomplish that on a homestead, I mean. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Another skill is to be able to accept that things are going to die. And as long as you did as much as you could for them, uh, then you need you know, just learn how to deal with it, learn how to, to live with it. So, and that, to me, that's a learned skill uh, more than a, a mental, because you can come from a, from a background where, uh, you know, everything is, you know, nothing dies. And so uh, you have no experience with it. And then, you know, you learn to emotionally get over it and uh, and be able to deal with it. So anyway, those are, those are my. All right. Well, I'll give, I'll give you a couple of good ones. Um, you need the ability to be a people person because anything you don't do on your property, you may have to barter with. And if you're a dick, nobody's going to want to work with you. Um, the other thing is you need to know how to process your own animals. That's kind of the whole point. If you don't know how to process an animal, I mean, really, you know, what, what are you going to do? You're going to raise the animals and send them out and it's just going to cost you more money. And the whole point of homesteading is saving money as much as you can. And then, uh, another one, I'm not going to throw ham radio out because even though I think that's important, I'm going to go with, uh, welding along with the construction stuff, you know, l learn how to weld stuff so you can build the things you want to build out of steel. So they last a little bit longer or be able to fix, you know, welded fence or fix a mower or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, with the welding, just as a rebuttal, I was going to say, um, they got epoxy for that. You know, that's how, I, that's how I do all my welding. Smush that stuff together and boom, I'm done. But no, that is a skill that I really want to learn. I've actually bought a welder. The rats chewed it up, and I'm still planning on buying a new welder now to learn. But uh, yeah, one of my number one skills, I guess, that uh, is something I, I'm always working on, and I'm not the greatest at, I think, is marketing. Because to me, with a homestead, uh, you know, I call mine a chicken hawk farmstead, kind of the same thing. But to me, one of the main things is Paying, having the land pay for itself through either what you're, you know, what you're saving by raising it yourself and everything, or through selling the surplus when you get good at those few things that you are able to do. So uh, marketing, but I think it goes hand in hand with kind of what Nate was saying there with being a people person, because, you know, the market in network to me is a lot of the same thing and getting out there and meeting people, talking to people. So, you know, you buy their goods, they buy your goods, that kind of thing. I think that's one of the main big ones to me. Uh, I was definitely right there with you, buddy, on uh, building and having the ability to build and make structures. And then, uh, yeah, learning. That was one I didn't even think of before we started this, but that having the ability to learn 
is a great one because not only, uh, you know, from like the internet, but also, you know, someone teaching you something, you know, when you're working with somebody, there's a lot of unteachable people out there because they, they know it, they want to do it their way or whatever, just be able to sit back and let someone else take charge and watch the master go. And a lot of times, you know, it's a great way to learn. So I think all those are amazing. And ham radio, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I don't know if everyone needs to know it, but it, it'd be nice if we all had a neighbor that we knew that did it. So, which they're usually easy to spot though, because of the big antennas out back, you know, in the radio towers or whatever they are. You'll never see mine. Mine's a wire antenna. It's hidden in the trees for a reason. <laughs> is, it a, is it a dipole? No, no it's a uh, NFED. Okay. So it's a 135 feet, I think. Nice. All right. Let's keep this in English. <laughs> it's a really long wire with a silver box on top of my garage. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know these Greek words. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah I my think sign is W5HL. <laughs> okay. Uh, anybody else have any comments about anybody else's uh, different skills there? Uh, it, it's it, it's a very good point being able to build stuff, buddy. Um, I'm not somebody who is really good at construction. The chicken coop that we have outside is the first thing I actually built from a pile of lumber. And that went from plans, and that was two years ago, three years ago, I think I did that. Um, bought all the lumber, learned how to do it on my own. I never touched a skill saw or you know anything like that and just went through and built it. And it's still standing, and it's still pretty solid. It's awesome. Yeah, I liked yours on the on the processing animals. Uh, I, you know, that that's important, but uh, you know, I kind of struggle on that one because I like the bigger animals. Like, <laughs> just because <laughs> bigger animals scare me. <laughs> and so, like, but yeah, I totally agree. I think you know, being able to do smaller animals quickly, I think, is good because um, there's quicker turnaround on them and. Uh, but you know, I think I think it's okay to like send out the bigger ones because uh, uh, they just take a lot more time. And I personally, I'd rather spend the money having somebody else do it for me. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I I think I think everyone should be able to process a chicken and a rabbit, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, maybe a deer. Like just because you know that if you know how to do that, then uh, you know how to do everything else if you need to. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, all, all yeah, things said, hogs are not that different than deer. Right. They're yeah. super easy. So, same thing with cows. I mean, you know, or a horse if you get desperate, you know. <laughs> Since I see everybody throwing call signs out, mine's November Alpha 9 Tango Echo. There you go. And I, I think Buddy brought up a good, uh, a good point there, though, is know what you, you are and aren't comfortable with. I think it is almost yeah. the skill in itself as well you know if you're not comfortable with it you know then let's go back to nate's networking because you know know what you're comfortable with and what you're not and if you're a good networker you can find someone who is good at that skill and uh yeah i would definitely agree though you know like that's one of the reasons we're looking at doing goats here is because you know it's manageable by one or two people you know like you said a cow yeah we could we could probably process a cow here on you know where i'm at with my father-in-law's big tractor and everything mm -hmm. but it's gonna be an ordeal it's gonna be a big ordeal and it's not gonna mm -hmm. be done good you know if we can get it to the slaughterhouse that's definitely preferred but yeah anything a deer down in size uh i would definitely agree because i mean i processed my first deer by myself with a youtube with the uh, my phone sitting there with my hands up inside the deer and the youtube <laughs> video playing you know i watched my buddy and then he put, put me through it one time and then my next one, I was doing myself watching my phone and, you know, I got it done, you yeah. know, and it wasn't a lot of trouble. You know, you can drag and you can move them. And cause they do get, you know, you get into a, a something the size of a cow, even some pigs, they get big, you know, you're getting to a lot of dangerous situations if you ain't doing it right. You right. know, if that, they, if the chain breaks or something, it just, yeah, definitely be comfortable that, with what you got. Yeah. That's a good idea on the, uh, on the goats. I mean, that's, that's a really good one. Because uh, that's that's something that's a little bigger, a little a little more to it than you know your normal small, but it's not too big. I mean, so that's yeah. Good. yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah, I, the biggest thing we processed was I think a 215 pound hog, and we oh, had uh, we bought it from a farmer in town. We they took it up to uh, Rockford, which is I don't know about an hour, hour and a half north of us, uh, to the meat locker. They killed it, chilled it, and then split it in half for us. So we only had two, you know, 110 pound sections to deal with, and that that worked out really good. And that um, the first one took us 12 hours. We we're watching the beard bearded butchers processing video. I mean, literally cut by cut as we're going through it. And then uh, the second one took six hours. And then one that we got, uh, I think is a couple months ago. The farmer called us said, "Hey, I got one of the broken leg. You want it?" So I came over and got it. And that was the first one we had ever done from scratch. You know the whole nine yards. And I think that one took us about four hours to do that one. So gets faster as you go. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. We'll move on to the next question real quick. Cause it, we're kind of hitting on it anyways. What's one skill area that is often overlooked? I mean, we, we kind of rounded it out pretty good, but can you think of uh, buddy? Why don't you take this one real quick? Can you think of one skill area that you see a lot of homesteaders overlooking? Um, um, process management, um, uh, being able to manage and, uh, and manage what you do, how you do it and looking for efficiencies and inefficiencies, uh, to make sure you spend less time doing the same thing so that you can get to other stuff. I, you know, as much as I enjoy my chickens and I enjoy doing stuff, um, I hate the daily chores. Like I don't hate it. I mean, I just, if I could spend less time doing daily chores, I get to do other stuff. And so, uh, um, but I feel like some people, you know, they, I, I spend probably three minutes a day dealing with my chickens. And, but I, I know other people that do the exact same stuff and they're like 20 minutes a day. And I'm like, what are you doing for 20 minutes? Like, I just don't even get it. You have less chickens than me. Like, <laughs> so, uh, I feel like a lot of people don't, don't, uh, basically manage their process. A lot of mine is time management. I stink at that. I don't know how, you know, I, I have a hard time of getting things lined up in enough time to be able to, you know, keep moving forward with the things we want to keep moving on. And I, I get stuck with, you know, on one little thing and I won't get to the next thing. And it's just, keep going on and on and on and just sometimes things just don't get done like last year we didn't take the garden down because we got sick so you know as soon as winter came it's like well i didn't manage my time good enough you know to be able to run out there for a couple hours um you know the, the chickens i do a lot of talk or not the chickens the rabbits when i go to process the rabbits i do a lot of talking to the kids so the time management's not quite there where i can get it done quickly um, or I'm running back and forth or I'm looking for knives or, you know, I set something down somewhere and I can't find it. That's always my problem. That is my most overlooked piece of advice I have. <laughs> hey, I've been building a hydroponic system for four months. <laughs> I ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, I'm I'm two months into expanding the or doubling the rabbits, so we still have not run power out to the shed yet. <laughs> and yeah, Nate, that's exactly what I uh, what I was gonna say is project management is, and that's I mean it's 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 a skill you have to learn over time. You know, you can go to school for it or whatever, and but still doing it's gonna be the difference, whether mm -hmm. it's planning a butch the butcher something planning a wood shop project or planning an event you know there's attention to the detail and like you said you know the setup uh to me that's one of the big you know i guess with project management one of the sub skills that i think would be is a big one is the setup if you can set everything up like you said get out there with with everything you need to do the job you know try to think of everything while you're in the workshop gathering all your tools or whatever and then go out there and start you're not you're not wasting all that time running back and forth because time is valuable, especially on homestead when you got to get something done. Now, that, that's why I uh, I 
when I do projects, woodworking projects more specifically, I literally will design everything in SketchUp, every every joint I'm going to do, everything. And that way um, I can explode it out and basically, and then I basically just make a checklist of things to do. And uh, I make sure, okay, and I can measure everything, make sure I have my materials list. And I mean, I probably spend almost as much time planning the thing as it takes me to do the thing. And uh, I can, that helps me stay on task and get things done. But yeah, I will, anytime I do any project, the first thing I do is figure out and, and I'll be like, this is all I'm doing. I'm not doing everything else I can think of. So I don't scope creep it. And then I plan out every single step and then I write down every single step. And then I write down all the tools I need for all of that. And then I also go to the next step of like, I'm doing this at this point, this at this point, this at this point, like, like this is first, this is second, this is third. And here's the reasons why. And it, really annoys me when I go to start doing the work and somebody else is like, well, why don't we do this first? And I'm like, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me, let me rethink everything I just spent the last four weeks thinking about <laughs> to see if we can do that. <laughs> like, I don't know how many projects I've had family and like, well, let's just go ahead and do this. And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know if we can. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, that's one way I can get big projects done or, fairly quickly um but when you throw a wrench in it i don't I'm, I'm not the most lovable person to be around for for probably 10 minutes while i have to literally rethink through everything <laughs> but i would say because you have such a good plan even when a wrench is thrown in you're able to adapt a lot better than yeah. if you hadn't thought about it because i know i go to sleep at night half the time when i got a project and that i you know I spend two hours before i fall asleep thinking about it and designing it out in my head yeah. I'm not more of a paper person, but I'm, I'm one of those. I, I I basically build it three or four times before I ever actually even build it. Yeah. You know, I'll also say that I use planning as an excuse from a time management perspective to not do something for a while. Hmm. <laughs> so like, well, I'll just keep planning it, you know, I'll just there's a little more to figure out. I really want to do it. But as long as I'm still planning it, I don't ever actually have to do it. <laughs> So it can work both ways on you, I guess. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, yeah, with the list that you guys have, or you're talking about, buddy, um, Aaron has a really good habit of when we go to process animals, like if we go to do the chickens, she'll write out step by step, you know, how to process that animal. Um, you know, I'll, I'll usually dispatch and then scald them, pluck them, and then I'll hand them off to her. And she has her list. Make sure you remove the lungs, you know, cut around this, remove the head, remove the feet, you know, just step by step by step on how to do that. And it works out really good with her. And I am not that organized when it comes to the rabbits. I just, you know, grab that, grab one, throw it in the hopper popper and go to town. And, you know, 15 minutes later, I'm done. So it's, it's the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, what's one of the hardest skills to learn as a prepper or homesteader? So, uh, I mean, I think most of us have been doing this for quite a while. So you can say, you know, either one that you're still trying to learn and master or one that, you know, you found that you were able to master, but, you know, you're still working on or whatever. That, does that make sense? All right, go ahead, Nate. <laughs> I'll let you answer this. All right, so my, my, I do not do well with gardens, so I need to learn how to garden, and it's that's always been Aaron's deal, and it's like, you know, it, it doesn't interest me, but it does at the same time. I want to kind of learn how, you know, her process on doing stuff, because she does really good at it, and that's something I need to learn, and um, it's just kind of interests me, and maybe that's something I'll work on this year. Yeah, garden. I can agree with gardens. That's why I gave up and went and I'm trying hydroponics to add some science to it. And that, that, that usually is what engages my brain. But for me, the my biggest challenge and skill is um, networking and bartering. I, I'm not, I, I'm a very, yeah, it's 
kind of funny, you know, if you know me from TSP or you know me from on the internet, you know, everything, uh, like I seem fairly outgoing, but I'm a fairly private introverted person. I don't like necessarily to reach out to neighbors and do like, we have a neighbor to the North. Like we're all the time watching, like, what are you all doing over there? Like, it was really cool when we saw a couple Suscovich style, uh, uh, chicken tractors and we're in, but they're running heat lamps in the middle of summer. I'm like, I don't understand. And yeah. And so I was just, I'm like, you know, my wife and I will converse about it. And I'm like, you know, it'd be a lot simpler if we would just go over and talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) Like they're literally 50 feet away, (laughs) but it's like, no, let's not. (laughs) So it's just one of those, like, I I'm not good at that. And, like, I don't know how to get better at it other than do it. And then that goes back to the first problem of like not being good at it. So it's just that circular, like, so for me, it's reaching out to local community. Um, I've been good at online communities all my life because, you know, it's, I can shut off an online community and uh, not go back for a while if I need to. So that's me. I can completely uh, understand all that there, but yeah, you probably it probably would be easier to go ask because that that would be I'd kind of want to know while while you would run a heat lamp in the middle of summer. <laughs> uh, for me, one of the hardest skills to learn, I don't know because uh, probably I probably haven't learned it yet, is uh, figuring out all the things that you're going to need to know in the future. Is you know because. Like with the goats, you know, I never up until, I guess, six months ago or something, I never really thought about having goats and doing all that. So now it's a whole new, you know, raising any animal, especially as they get, you know, I guess goats and lambs, you know, something that midsize would be kind of similar, but they all have their own little tweaks. But I've never raised, you know, I've, I've always done the chickens and stuff like, you know, you give me a chicken, I can raise it all day. Quail, I don't think that's going to be an issue because it's kind of the same boat. But now that we're getting into an actual livestock that walks around and uh, is an escape artist. That's going to be a, something, a whole new thing I'm going to have to learn, you know, how to make that uh, a big old fence, I guess. But I think that's going to be, you know, I guess staying open to what you don't know is one of those kind of skills that you might, you know, need to take. And then uh, also, I guess one of the other big ones prep with the prepping homesteading is uh preserving food it's something that i've done uh i need to do it more i'm not extremely comfortable even doing you know some simple canning you can tell me you know even when i do canning i usually put it in the fridge because i'm still scared they're like it's perfectly fine it's like is it you know so i if if i can something and uh it's been on the, the shelf i'll usually eat it and then 24 hours later if i haven't gotten sick or died then I can let the kids and the rest of the family eat it. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't matter if we follow the recipe perfectly. It's got the high acid and everything. So uh, that's something I'm constantly working on. And uh, I was hoping my, my wife would take that one on more. And uh, she, don't get me wrong, she does quite a bit with that. But, you know, she hasn't mastered it either. But she is well beyond what I am in it, especially in the comfort factor of it all. So I think that's going to be my skill for there is uh, preserving food. Totally agree. That's, that's, uh, yeah, I'm right there with you on that one. Yeah, I, I would agree too. I, that's something I need to learn is beef, you know, learn how to make jerky. And then, uh, we also have the freeze dryer here. And, oh, nice. Um, Aaron's been playing with that thing. It's really cool to watch, but you go online and you look at some of these groups and all, just all the failures. It's like, oh my God, what did we get into? <laughs> But it's everything we've made has been really good so far. Um, we've done eggs, ground beef. Uh, we did a bunch of candy that we sold. So it's just it's it's fun to play with. But yeah, canning definitely makes me a little bit nervous. That's for sure. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> At least of us three. All right. Um, now, what is the most overrated skill? Uh, when it comes to, since we're with the prepping and the homesteading. So what, uh, buddy, take this one. What do you think is the most overrated skill people work on or achieve or maybe even brag about? 
So this one might ruffle a couple of feathers, um, but it is uh, being able to use guns. Uh, you know, in all honesty, I I feel like for most everything, like I don't feel like you need to be, you know, that familiar with guns. I feel like you need some basic safety. You need to be able to shoot predators that come onto your property. That's real. I don't really about it. I think you don't need to get into reloading. You don't really need to get into fixing them. You don't need to get into modifying them. Let's not talk about my habits. Um, but, you know, like I, I just, you know, I feel like too many people uh, spend an, an overabundance of time on firearms. Um, yeah, they're fun, but I feel like some people don't really enjoy it, but they do it because of the peer pressure side of things. Um, but I, I, I feel like you know, if, if I were to walk out and start from scratch, not knowing anything um, other than predator protection, picking up a gun and dealing with guns would be one of the last things that I would do uh, because there's just so many other things, you know, skills that are needed for uh, uh, for doing a homestead before before guns. Um, now, again, let's not talk about my habits. <laughs> All right, so I'm probably gonna ruffle some feathers with this one too. Um, survival skills, because you really don't need them on a homestead if your homestead is working right. And yeah, you can have some stuff here and there, but you don't really need it. You know, you can brag all you want about I can go out and you know start this fire or you know do this or do that, and it's like, well, I got propane, I got lighter i can do that stuff you know it's not that hard to get stuff rolling so that 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 would be mine definitely survival skills yeah y'all probably did ruffle a lot of feathers there those are the number two those are the two top skills shooting and being able to survive off nothing in the woods that's what you need to do to be a homesteader and a prepper no i completely agree uh the the shooting as you can see you know military military police i i I know them i've been around them all big ones little ones you name it and but that's not my focus when it comes to prepping and homesteading now granted i I am at a different advantage i guess in some ways because i'm very comfortable with it and you know as long as i go out every now and then and retain that skill but yeah, I see guys, you know, going to these spending multi hundreds up to thousands of dollars to go to these, you know, jumping out of a car, doing barrel rolls, shooting at targets. And stuff. that's cool. That's fun. But I'd rather spend a couple hundred bucks and go to a butchering class or a beekeeping class or, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I, I know we all listen to the survival podcast and probably heard Jack say it quite a few times. He's been shot at once or twice in his life, but he's eaten every single day or at least one or two. And to you know that really hit home with me because when I first you know heard of the prepping and the all that I was, yeah, guns and guns and you know zombie apocalypse and it's like, and then you know that really hit home. It's like yeah, I'm I'm more worried about my kids eating than you know anything else. As long as I got the basic necessities and have set things up where we're in a pretty stable and protected place, which I think we are, you know, and I got the basic stuff for defense, you know. But I would love if I never used any bit of it. So, I, uh, yeah, completely there. And then the survival skills, to me, a lot of those are novelty and fun. It's really cool to go out into the woods with, and, you know, make a stick fire or whatever and, you know, this and that and camp out. You know, we, I mean, want the kids, we're going to start camping out and stuff. But it's not a necessity. I'd rather them know how to raise chickens, raise animals, take care of them properly, you know, grow your food. You know, those are the skills I, I, I'm much more um excited about i guess in some ways but it, i mean it is fun to go shoot but you know it's also very expensive so yeah. shooting and survival stuff are fun activities i mean you know i enjoy both of them i mean you know going out and doing primitive camping is just a lot of fun uh but um for day to day you know i mean you don't you don't need it and you know you really in my opinion only need one gun and that's a good rifle, you know, it doesn't almost, almost doesn't matter what rifle, uh, just as long as you have a good caliber. Um, 
and you're set, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I can tell you, I wouldn't want to get shot by a 22. So we'll just leave it at that. So. Oh yeah. But uh, like the, most, the deadliest uh, caliber in the world. Mm -hmm. Like Aaron from two chicks homestead. My wife says shooting is fun, but you can't eat the bullets. You that can so one time. Bad. You can eat one bullet. <laughs> well, on that note, though, even with the 22s, you know, we use it, you know, to me, you know, the shooting where that comes into play is harvesting the animals. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to go out and kill a deer or something like that, or even, uh, you know, when we had a butcher come out the show to teach us how to slaughter pigs, you know, he shot them to mm -hmm. put them down, shot them, then you had to jump out there and slit their throat or whatever and stuff. And, you know, he said he, that's what he does with the cow. So, I mean, that skill is needed. But, you know, being in a full tack body armor, like I said, you know, assaulting rooms and stuff, it's mm -hmm. not it's not a day-to-day -day thing. It's I think there's better places to spend your time and energy and, you know, developing skills in a, a lot of other areas that are going to be more beneficial to you and your family in the long run. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, because if you live in a place where you need those kind of skills more than you need growing food skills, you need to move. Right. I mean, <laughs> that's just right. And and like Jack Spirico says, you got to be the modern Renaissance man. Mm -hmm. You got to yes. be. You got. You got to have. You can have all the skills, and a little bit of those skills, but keep moving and learn how to do stuff. Don't sit down and focus on, you know, one thing and that be the one thing only. I am just like that. I go down so many rabbit holes, it's not even funny. Definitely. All right. Uh, let's go. Here's our uh, next question here. Let's see what kind of who we can make mad <laughs> answering this one. Don't lose all of our audience. All right, guys. <laughs> Is it more important to be great at a single skill or at multiple skills? What are your thoughts there? So should you uh, focus as kind of what Nate was just saying? Uh, what are your thoughts on focusing and honing in on one specific skill versus that massive? Nate? So with me, I, I have a lot of skills. Like there are, I, I have zero problems going down rabbit holes on everything. But everybody, like Aaron and I both have our things that we're good with. I am really good with processing animals. You know, the, the rabbits, the hogs, that's what I do. She deals with the chickens and the garden. And that's what she does because that's not something I, I, I want to focus on my stuff and get my stuff rolling. You know, it's I, I want to be able to do it correctly so we're not wasting our time when it comes to that stuff. I think everyone should know a lot of stuff and one, one or two specific skills. Um, I, you know, if you think back to mid 1800s and before, right before the industrial revolution, um, where specialization was feasible, uh, most everyone knew basics of farming, basics of animal husbandry, and basically could feed themselves and their family. I mean, and then after that, they had a one or two specific set of skills, you know, um, that they honed in on and it was their thing. And they, you know, the blacksmith in town, you know, he, he, he was the blacksmith. Everyone came to him for the blacksmithing. Um, but during harvest time, his butt was out in the field harvesting, you know, <laughs> like, you know, whenever it was a community butcher day, he was over there butchering. Like he knew all the, he knew all the other community skills that everyone needs, but he was the blacksmith, you know, there's another guy that builds buildings, you know, like each person had their specialty um, that then you could use with the community. But I feel like too many people are too specialized now. Uh, well, actually I feel like it goes both ways. Like from a cultural and societal perspective, I feel like too many people have are too focused in on one set of skills um, and, and they're not generalist enough, but I also feel like in the homesteading world, um, there are too many generalists and not enough people that have specific technology or specific, technology, specific, uh, uh, specialties. Um, 
you know? And so, you know, that's where I'm like, I kind of try to like not do that. And then, you know, that's why I try to focus more on, on building stuff um, and not so, you know, and, and building things that you need and not like get off into car repair and get off into, um, I don't know, like, you know, f- hardcore into um, uh, uh, gun repair and modification and, you know, uh, more of the DIY and building stuff is, is try to where I try to focus so that uh, if anyone needs to know how to do that stuff, I can, uh, I can help with that. But you want me to fix your car or you want me to fix your tractor? Um, if it's something basic, I might be able to help. But anything beyond changing the oil and making sure the batteries are plugged in, I want to send you down the road to a friend. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, I gotta say, you know, that's it's close to what what I would say is a uh, the other big thing. Like with me personally, over the years, I've done and learned a lot of different things and different skills. Uh, what I usually end up doing is I'll find something new that interests me. I'll do it. I'll work it. If it continues to interest me you know i'll get to a certain point where it's like okay this is really cool uh do i want to go farther you know i've learned it i haven't mastered it but i've learned it and then a lot of times i'll i'll move on to something else if it's something that i enjoy then that becomes part of the routine you know and building you know continue to use that same skill i guess over and over or if it's something i'm like yeah that was cool okay i learned it you know at least i got a a, a base knowledge on it but it, it, i'm done with it i'll move on and if I need something in that area, I'll call, you know, phone an expert, at, call a friend. And that's one of the things uh, in our uh, notes here is building community. You know, like you were saying, you might know how to, know, know how to do 20 things really good and be excellent at two or three. You know, these are your main two things because that's what you enjoy doing. Because that's, that's my biggest thing. Those things that you're, like you said, Nate, you, you're not big, you have haven't had a lot of success with gardening. So maybe you don't like gardening. Maybe you don't need to master that skill, but you're good at butchering, you know, or I I don't know, but you see what I'm saying? So maybe that's where you want to, that's where your focus is. That's where you're good at. You know, the basics of gardening and that's cool. But so, you know, your wife, if she does great at that, then that's her thing. She may not like the butchering. You know, that's why we need multiple people. We can't, you know, we, we talk about it all the time is you can't be a lone prepper or a lone survivor. You, you can, but you're not going to make it that long. And if you do, you're not going to enjoy it. That's the big thing right. for me is find what you enjoy. And when it comes to, you know, when it comes to prepping and homesteading, find what you enjoy, find the skills you're good at that come natural usually and mm-hmm. develop those and carry those on. And that's how you bring your value to the world and to your homestead. I mean, you might have a kid that's a, a master gardener or something one day. You don't know, you know, like, I don't know what my kids might end up doing. They might find something that I suck at and just be excellent. And I'll be like, well, that's why I'm keeping you around, kid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my the, the one thing my kids are good at is the people skills. Like, if if we ever need to barter something, you know, like, get, get that ball rolling. Send their kid. Yeah, that, that's going to be the deal. Because the second we have guests over here, they're the one, both the kids are the ones that are outside showing them around and telling them how to do stuff. Like they have, my oldest has zero issue running outside, talking about the chickens, talking about the rabbits, telling people how to raise chickens, telling people how to raise rabbits. And it's like, okay, knock yourself out. And my, my background is automotive electronics. So like that's something I'm really good at and I'm really good with butchering, but the gardening stuff is definitely not me, but I'll learn how to do it. Cause I, you know, I, that's something I would like to know, but I don't mm-hmm. necessarily need to master it. That's I, I definitely agree with that. Awesome. Okay. I Go thought ahead, of a skill that too many people are learning. And, and they need uh, more people need to stop and that's YouTube homestead channels. <sighs> there are so many that get started and they, 
abandoned it two videos in. It's like some of y'all need to stop. <laughs> so I mean, mine still sucks, but I haven't abandoned it yet. Like five no. years in, I'm still I'm still trucking along. Or how I don't know how long I've been doing it. I'm I have fun with it, so I'm not going to abandon it. I'm also going to poke fun at and and Josh around because like I still have 200 subscribers and I've been doing it for <laughs> nearly two and a half three years, so uh not growing so it's mostly poking fun of myself yeah we well we started our youtube channel but we don't have any videos up yet so give us some time <laughs> hey you just gotta knock them out I, yeah, yeah I, I think I someone on that mine it's mine yeah I, I think some on that just like let's camp there for a second um is people start too early um you know they they see the justin Rhodes and all these other people and uh you know while some of these people you know they've grown over the years and learned more they also came in with a base of knowledge to begin with and uh i mean just take justin Rhodes again for example like uh he went in he learned how to deal with chickens and then he made his permaculture chickens thing uh, and then he took the success from that and rolled that into a YouTube channel. And now, like, I mean, it was very slow growth and he's doing great now, but um, he had some base knowledge. Like, there's a lot of people that start their YouTube channels too early um, and they don't know quite enough. Um, and they uh, they're like, this is frustrating because I don't know enough to do a long enough video. And since I don't know enough, people are not watching. They also don't, um, they don't look at the structure of YouTube videos or, or video videoing in general. Like there needs to be a story arc in every single video, you know, and they don't realize that or they have terrible audio or a mix of all of that. Like they're just, they don't do enough learning about the skill of doing videos and, uh, they, you know, it, they get frustrated and, and abandon it, um, too fast in a sense, you know, uh, but it also kind of dilutes, dilutes everything because, you know, uh, it, it, there's just so many. <laughs> it's like I feel like every new homesteader that watches, uh, you know, the big the big ones are like, oh, I want to do that and make a living off of YouTube videos. And now you see thousands of channels with 20 or 30 subscribers at most and four videos and they haven't posted in five years. And anyway. Yeah. I will say some of the the smaller ones that are like when they start up and stuff. If I, if I happen to see them or whatever, make a comment. One thing I like about them, like a lot of this happened, you know, with us and the the Fireside Freedom in general, because we had those channels because we we put it out there that you know this is what we're doing. This you know it may, it may not be the best, you know, but we that's how we found each other. I guess if that makes sense in some ways, is through um, you know not only the TSP community. And living free in Tennessee, I know is big in this group, but also, you know, the YouTube and all that. And knowing that we were already ones that were willing to be on camera and talk about our success and failures. And to me, that's that's a skill in itself is being able to share and say what you've done. And, you know, like you said, teach, teach and learn. And to me, those go hand in hand, because if you can learn, you can also usually teach. You know, like you said, you with your what was your do your daughter, Nate? that love talking to them about, you know, the animals and stuff. And by her doing that, like that's just reinforcing her own knowledge. That's mm -hmm. a, that's an awesome yeah. skill. And, you know, she'll grow old, probably still remembering all those things that she, you know, used to share with everybody else. So right. I, I do think that's, that's right there in the skill house. Yeah. For, for our podcast a couple of weeks ago, we, we actually interviewed both our kids. We sat them down at the table and we oh, asked a awesome. whole, whole bunch of questions about it. And she just go, we left most of it in there, but she would just go off on a tangent. You know, we, we'd ask her, you know, what's your favorite thing? And she'd go, well, I like the rabbits. And here's how you raise a rabbit. It's like, okay, <laughs> keep going. I mean, knock yourself out. And it's, it, it's cool to watch her do stuff like that. And the youngest is getting to the point where she's starting, you know, she's been around it more so and growing up with it other than the, the oldest she's starting to get her confidence where she can help and 
explain things and talk to people and she can actually reach the rabbits and feed them and you know throw awesome. snacks to the chickens and it's it, it it's been fun to watch awesome uh just because i haven't thrown it out there if anybody is watching that uh has a question for one of us about skills that we may or may not have done in the past or anything like that throw them in all caps and we'll uh try to answer those before we wrap up um but yeah so i think we're all pretty much in agreement that you know having a base knowledge of skills and then finding the things you enjoy or those select skills that you're good at and then filling the gaps with kind of like nate was saying earlier networking you know get out there network and the skills you suck at or just don't care to do find somebody that does like them and you know does care to do them because they're going to put a whole lot a whole lot more effort and care into doing it than you ever would go ahead buddy I was going to say, we also agree that guns are useless and we don't need to use them. <laughs> I don't know about that completely. <laughs> I think Not they got replaced. useless. Yeah. I, I, re- I mean, I really do like mine, but I will say they are not my focus anymore. <laughs> yeah. You're just trying to drive controversy. And I think you said guns like 12 times or more. So now we're going to get like, I don't know. This is going to yeah, be yeah. off YouTube. So. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anybody have any thoughts there to wrap it up? Um, like any final thoughts on some skills or may, all right, here's a good one. Where have you found good knowledge to develop your skills? Is it YouTube? Is it blogs? Is it the library? Did you take a course somewhere? You know, so where, you know, a skill you really wanted to learn, where's, where have you found your best sources? For me, it's books. Uh, I, so YouTube is great for like super specific things. Um, I need to know, uh, how to do X, Y, and Z thing. And they can teach me how to do X, Y, and Z things. Um, but often I find that you need the theory behind it. You need to understand the why you need to do X, Y, and Z thing. And, um, YouTube videos, you know, even two hour YouTube videos don't even cover, cover that, you know, I mean, you know, or multi-part series that are, you know, five hours long, you know, generally don't um, do that because they're, those things have different goals usually. Um, But the book can sit you down and do a structured learning process of like, this is what I'm going to teach you. Here's how we're going to learn it. And by the end, you'll know X, Y, and Z thing. And so the author has that, that, that goal in mind all the way through. It's not going to shift halfway through because, you know, you're getting a lot of views or your views tanked, uh, you know, halfway through the series or whatever. And uh, it's just a lot of structure. Plus, you can more easily reference it. You know, so I read a ton of books because uh, that's where I find uh, I, I get the most knowledge. Uh, and then again, you know, if I need to double check how to do a light switch, um, then I'll go watch a two minute YouTube video. Like, oh, yeah, that's where it got, you know, or something like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, but. To me, it's books. Yeah, I, I would agree that books are a good thing. You know, that, that would definitely be up there. For me, it's podcasts. Like, I, I go down, I because I'm always working with my hands. My day job, I'm moving around constant, so I'll usually turn the phone on, put, put the Bluetooths in, and just go to work and listen to a bunch of podcasts. And that's where I get my ideas, and then I can dig a little bit deeper if I can find another podcast. Or then I'll go to YouTube, you know, to look, how do I process a rabbit? How do I process a chicken? How do I process a hog? How do I plant this? How do I get this, you know, seeds out of this? You know, what does this plant look like when it's fully grown? You know, it's, that's always kind of been my stepping stones. Go from the books, then I'll go podcasts, then I'll go to YouTube. Yeah, uh, for me, I guess, like I said, if well, if I got a project coming up, I drive a forklift at work. So if I got a project I'm getting ready to work on, I'll if I if I know any podcast that that's going to talk about it, I'll, I'll hit that up. But I'll watch, you know, an eight ten hour shift. I'll watch six hours of videos on YouTube or listen to them. 
listen to them. We'll say, cause I'm driving a forklift, uh, you know, on what they're doing, you know, on whatever project I'm, I got coming up the next day, if it's changing an alternator on my truck or changing, what was it? Oh, I can't remember what I, the water pump. I changed that. And I watched like six different guys go through it. Cause you might find, you know, cause that fifth or sixth one, he might just say something that you're like, Ooh, I gotta make sure I don't miss that. And then you get in there and you know what I mean? There's that little key. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I always go to YouTube or my second, well, it's kind of the same. If I got to if I do have someone in my network, that's an expert in that field, you know, that's the other thing. When I was changing that water pump out, I got a buddy, he's a mechanic, you know, I'll call him up like, Hey, I got to change the water pump out on my truck. I kind of can do that too. Cause hopefully he'll be like, well, I'll come over and help you. But if he doesn't say that, then I'm still, you know, like, you know, is it going to be too much for me? Is it a pretty easy job? You know, some of the basic questions to make sure it's within my skill house, I guess. And then I'll go, like I said, watch a bunch of videos, get a bunch of references on that. Um, some things don't have videos out there now. You know, if you find something that doesn't have a video, you, you know, I'll go. That's when I start going to the blogs or forums. You know, you'll find older forum posts that has different things. And if it doesn't have a video that I can find, I make one because those are usually the good videos because then the next guy's looking for it. Even if mine sucks, you know, I start out with, hey, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm showing you because there was no other videos out there. So at least you can see what you're getting into before you get into it. And I've gotten so many people that are like, thank you for making this video. You know, this showed me what I needed to know. Because, you know, that's what a lot of people just want to know what they're getting into. So that's where I, I go and find a lot of the things that, that help me with, you know, develop those skills and move them forward. Uh, we were talking about the homesteading earlier. The We had this comment here. Was it, I see a lot of videos of pretty people modeling homestead. See the real people showing us real skills, real mistakes. That's why I watch their content. And that's one of the things I do like too is, um, and I try to show it, you know, no one loves showing their mistakes, but you can teach people the, a lot of times by showing the mistakes and where you screwed up. I thought I knew what I was doing. And then I killed all these, you know, or all my plants died because everybody said put chicken manure on your garden and then everything died, you know, or, you know, things like that. So, showing those mistakes out there and uh, I, I do i don't know about you all but i do try to look for the crappier quality sometimes on certain things because i want a real person's point of view mm -hmm. you know i don't want a master's electrician show me how to wire my trailer lights i want somebody that doesn't know what they're doing like i don't you know well to a degree <laughs> if you get yeah. if that makes sense at all i, I just have a, you don't think i'm pretty like what? Yeah, we all pretty... know the channels that he's talking about. We all know the channels. I, I know, the I, video here is with 1.2 million, and then and the next one uh, with good quality. Yeah, Yoga Pants are doing a sawmill. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the fastest growing woodworking channels on YouTube for about three months. Yeah. Because of those particular thumbnails. <laughs> well, and sometimes those con the content's good. You know, like the actual content is good. And then if it's crap, though, like you said, though, it, it just peters out. It doesn't work, you know. Yeah. yeah I have right, a question. Up on I was going to say, do you, do you all, so I've run into an issue the last, I don't know, six months to a year where, like, I've hit a saturation point with podcasts where I don't get much new information out of them. It's like, I just feel like it's on a repeat of, of different people. But um, I found that, you know, I find alternate they talk about where they learned the thing. And so now I have a new resource to go check out usually a book or uh, a YouTube channel or something, but like, I don't know, like the last several months, I've just not, I don't know, been interested in podcasts as much. I mean, granted after perhaps it's been 20 years, 18 years of listening to podcasts, like the last year or so I've, you know, just been like, eh, you know, just, I'm not learning much new stuff, you know, on, on, from the same chat, from the same, you know, stuff I've been listening to. Have y'all, have y'all hit that at all? Yeah, I do. I've, I've gotten pretty, so I, I deep dived on the ham radio stuff. Um, I went from no knowledge in it to passing my extra class in was a year and nine days. And I hit it every day. You know, and I finally just got burnt out and it's like, okay, I'm done testing. I have everything done. Now I can play with the radios. I mean, I was even at the point because I don't have a mentor 
I was watching videos of guys just operating the radios and just listening to what they have to say. And then I go on to like the web SDRs and listen to those and see how those people would talk back and forth. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely get it with the podcast. I've kind of gotten to that point so far as well. Um, Reg, and I'll take breaks and I'll go listen to audiobooks. Yeah. Um, one that I'm listening to right now, I'm on the second one is our second go through is uh, going home. And that's, that's a good one. That got me thinking about a lot of stuff. You know, it's, it, it's your typical prepper porn, but gotcha. it okay. literally makes you look and go, okay, maybe I do need to learn how to do some of this stuff, but I don't need all of it. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll have to check that one yeah, out. I gonna, yeah, I was going to say with mine, uh, like I'm, I'm about a month behind on uh, the survival podcast, which is that's, that's the main one I try to watch or listen to. And then I got three or four other ones. But uh, yeah, I, I try to mix it up because – you do get burnt out and that's just, I mean, that's still on topic here with the skills. You can't, it's hard to go gun hole on learning these, you know, some of these skills and just go, 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 go. You'll get burnt out. Like me, I'll try to do, you know, a podcast and then, a, you know, a couple hours of music or maybe an audio book or spice it up, you know, kind of like, just like we do on TV, you know, it, it's fun to binge watch certain shows, but even a show you're really into, sometimes it's nice just to, go somewhere else, watch something else for a bit and then come back to it. And I think that's the same way with some of these skills. And even when you're actually using the skills, you know, be careful on pushing too hard on yourself because you make, I mean, like Nate there with, with the ham radio stuff, you know, if he, if he had kept on and on and on and on and he'd be like, okay, I'm done with this. And now you put all this time and energy into something and you just like ruined it for yourself. And that's horrible. You know, I, I've done that with uh, making my meads and stuff like that. You know, I was every day going, 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 going. And then now it's like, I don't, I don't, you know, when it gets to where you're like, I don't want to do it. You know, it's, it's more of a chore than for fun. Then you kind of burnt out. You need to step away and then come back to it later. So I think that's perfectly fine to do personally. Yeah. I was on the ham radio. I went from not, no knowledge to amateur extra in about seven weeks and that was all i all i did for seven weeks and uh yeah i haven't i don't have done much with it since because it was just like it was yeah all consumed well i i will give you credit to do that in seven weeks congratulations because that is that was a hard road for me in a year so Yeah. yeah i i was at a point where i don't remember most of it i was like this is the question, and I would memorize the answer based on keywords. I don't know. I would memorize keywords in the answer based on keywords in the question and never really learned the entire question or the entire answer. I just <laughs> could figure out the word association, you know, because I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go all the way to the top, and then I don't have any, any like, can't accidentally go outside the band, you know, for you mm-hmm. know, an accident type thing. So anyway. All right. Well, we're uh, just over an hour. So does anybody have any final thoughts before we kind of wrap this up? Buddy, you got anything? No. no hey, I mean, you got any final thoughts? Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, the biggest thing is to, you know, like, don't beat yourself up on stuff. Like, this is all a journey. And as long as you're a little bit better this year than you were last year, what you're doing, then it kind of doesn't matter. Like, you know, part of me gets a little bent out of shape on myself um with what's going on in the world like you know like prices are going crazy on everything and like in some of the cases like it doesn't look like um you know it's going to get any better you know anytime soon and so i'm like you know so now i've got to figure out how to do this and i've got to do this and i've got to do that you know and i'm like just ah you know but it's like at the end of the day four years ago like i'm nowhere near where i am now and I'm a lot better off, you know? And so, you know what? It doesn't matter if I'm not going to be where I want to be because I'll be a little bit better next year and I'll be a little bit better next year and so on and so forth. And, you know, eventually I'm going to look back and be like, none of that mattered. Like I, I made it through. I have people that I made it through with. And so just some of this stuff, like if you don't know how to do it, it's okay. If you're not good at it, it's okay. You're going to be fine. Just keep at it. 
My biggest piece of advice with skills is just keep at it and don't be afraid to ask stupid questions. I've asked stupid questions. I've answered stupid questions. That That's why people are here. You know, that's why you should be here is to ask, you know, how to do some stuff. And, you know, one guy will give you a better idea than the other one. And it might work better and it might not work better for you. So just don't be afraid to ask around and ask for help if you need it with a skill. Yeah. On that, one of my favorite things is when I walk into a new group and I don't know anything about whatever the topic is, is I like to find someone and be like, I want to learn this and I have absolutely no idea anything about it. What should I learn? And you will not have to talk for the next two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Or taking notes. (laughs) Yep. I completely agree. Uh, Yeah, uh, I always say, you know, if you learn one little thing every day, then you're moving in the right direction. And that's that's the, the biggest thing. And with these skills, you know, if, if it's something you want to learn, get on it, you know, learn a little each day, develop the skill. And, I mean, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? So your skills aren't going to be. Yeah, just keep on it and keep developing. And, you know, I'm almost 40, and I've never wanted to learn more than I have ever in my life, you know. There's so much out there, so much knowledge out there. And I'm like, how much can I learn before I die? And hopefully it's going to be a whole lot. So mm-hmm. we're going to, I'm going to keep pushing on and learning more stuff and getting better at the stuff I already know. So before we sign off, uh, buddy, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you and where we can find you and the stuff you do and how to subscribe to that YouTube channel of yours. Yeah. So buddy at buddy.net, buddiy.net. And you can find me at that location. I do basically weekly podcast, uh, work on random other content that comes out in video form on there uh, or on uh, YouTube and Odyssey at buddy, buddiy. I mean, that's really about it. Just go to buddy.net and you'll find me everywhere else. So it's me. All right. And how about you? Where can we find you? Uh, Nate, uh, we're, I'm from Two Chicks Homestead. You can find us at twochickshomestead.com. And we have a you know, weekly podcast we put out. Usually it's Wednesday night. Um, and we got uh, this one coming up is couples working together. So it'll be an interesting one to listen to. So, yeah, that sounds like that sounds like a good one. There. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. And uh, I'm Hawkins with Chicken Hawk Farmstead. Uh, I got my YouTube. I do a little bit of everything. I do whatever I want there. Come check it out if you want. We got DIY, homesteading. Hopefully I'll get some more stuff about the property and all the projects we got going on here soon. That's it for the day. Um, crap, I don't have anybody know the topic for next week, so I can plug that real quick. I don't. I think it's a, it's a, what crazy chicken coop features. All right. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, that's right. Because, yeah, we're on there. What crazy chicken coop features would, would you want if you could have? I'm yeah. assuming yeah. we're going to be talking about all the, the dreams and wishes that we could have out there. So make sure you join us next week. Same place, same time. And, buddy, you're hosting that one, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. That's it. Everybody have a great day, and we'll talk to you later.